0: Here's what we're going to do. We're going to, I see your fire.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> I see your fire. And I raise you one short staff dungeon company that just came from a dumpster fire and they didn't top their tank off. Oh, on the oh tank water they, too
1: Okay. I like yeah, it. Yeah.
0: Boom. And here's what's going to happen.
1: Firehouse vigilance presents the weekly scrap, a podcast dedicated to the never ending fight against complacency. Firehouse Vigilance, Corley Moore, Weekly Scrap, number 51, special guest, Gary Lane. He is a fireman in Northeast Ohio with over two decades of experience, regularly instructs nationwide from firemanship in the West, FDIC in the East, and everything in between. One of the original fire service warriors, author of many articles, and just a passionate advocate of realistic training. He's with Mission First Concepts Brothers in Battle. It is my pleasure to have you as the guest on Weekly Scrap, number 51. Welcome, Gary. Yeah, I feel, yeah. You,
0: you, I feel like you're introducing a, a whole different person. I'm your that high team. Like,
1: yeah, no kidding. Holy cow, <laughs> that's a lot. Well, um, welcome, man. It's, it is an honor to have you on the show, and uh, I'm looking forward to everyone watching live. If you have questions for Gary or myself, please don't hesitate to send them in the comments. Uh, did I miss anything in the in the intro? Is there anything you'd like to add? Uh, <laughs>
0: dude. I don't know. That's pretty embarrassing. That's a lot of stuff. It, is,
1: it puts you on the spot. I get that. Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know. I, I'm sure that's more than enough. Fair enough.
1: All right, brother. Pushing right into my first question for you, our first topic of conversation. And it's my first exposure to you. I never heard of you before. I saw this. And it was... Yeah, you. Most people. Fair enough. The Book of Andy yeah. compiled by Gary Lane. So talk to me okay. about how that came to be and uh, its impact. <clears throat>
0: Uh, yeah. So, um, I kind of talked about this before with pretty much anybody that asks is, uh, I, um, came upon Andy's work, uh, probably about 10 years into my time in the fire service. Hadn't heard anything about him. And about a decade in, I realized how much I didn't know, stumbled across it. A couple years later, I was like, man, this would be really nice to have, uh, all these articles in one place and uh, I was like, I, I just, you know, I can go right on the, on, uh, you know, right on the website and just there literally there's a thing right there that says print. <laughs> so uh, print printed them out and just started keeping them in a folder. And then, uh, you know, I don't know how many I had. I didn't have all of them. And one day I thought, man, I wonder how many of these there are. Right. So I really, really got into it, really started learning about him, uh, his work, um, you know, of course this is, uh, this is post nine 11. Right. Uh, so again, I was late to the game, unfortunately with this, but, uh, I tried to make up for it, found as many articles as I could and, um, started just kind of putting them in order and printing them off for myself. And, uh, I just was like, you know, it'd be really cool as if I could, uh, just basically make these up and give them out to my friends. And, uh, or anybody that I came across that knew, uh, knew about him or, or was interested in that information. So that's basically what I did. Um, and it kind of, kind of, uh, snowballed, I guess from there. Um, uh, it's, I, I don't know. I don't know how many people have it. I, I made, uh, my wife's, uh my wife's upstairs sleeping. So I guess I can say this. I'll say it quietly. <laughs> I, I probably spent a couple thousand dollars of my own money, uh, printing them up at a print shop here in my city. Um, having it bound and then, uh, mailing them to people whenever they asked, uh, for, you know, for, for sure. free for them. Uh, so I would, I would just pay for it. Usually what I would do is just, uh, you know, if I taught a class and had some money or a um, uh, couple other things I had been doing on the side, making a little bit of money. And and if I had uh, a couple hundred, I'd make a dozen copies and send them out. And then next time I had a couple hundred bucks, I'd make a couple more. And uh, so I just kept doing that. Uh, so the impact it's had on me, uh, it's been really cool that to, to know that that's in the hand of, of people um, I have a hard time reading uh, too too long on the computer, so that's kind of why I wanted
1: that physical handwritten copy. Yeah, co- yeah the physical copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks, Chris.
0: And um, you know, I don't know. It kind of took off when uh, I know it made its way into like a PDF right. for- format, and I I think that's probably what most people have. It, well, let me put it this way: <laughs> if uh, if you have one that has my name on it that's not the one I made up um, that somebody else added my name. We gotcha. don't, we don't okay. have to, we don't, we don't have to get into that. It, it was a nice, it was nice that the, the guy wanted to do it. Um, but uh, if you, if you happen to have a copy that doesn't have a name on it, that means it came from me originally because gotcha. I just wanted it, wanted it to be uh let, let the work speak for itself. It doesn't need and Let's put it this way, dude. And <laughs> Anybody could have copy pasted and uh, spell checked, right? An article, uh, you know what I mean, right? So, um, yeah, but I, I don't know. I still, I still look at it all the time. No, it's um, it's
1: phenomenal, man. I've got a so, little library that I keep a little clipboard by in my office, and people could come check books out of it and just sign them out. So I had to put the clipboard because I kept loaning out books and never getting them back. But one of them is right now the two year corporals reading the Book of Andy. Compiled by Gary Lane, so it's not one of yours. But it does say well, it on the cover.
0: Clo you know what? Just <laughs> just put a put a little just you know, put a sticker over it, do whatever. It doesn't what matter. I'm just I don't honestly I don't care. Fair enough. I'm 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 psyched that uh people are interested still in his work. I think it's relevant still. I think if you read it now it's it's pretty impressive that 20 years ago more more than 20 years yeah. ago you know i think the first article was like nine, 1995 um and uh it blows me away uh, like those articles could be printed today today yeah and yeah. and they would be they would be accurate even with yeah. all
1: the ul and nist studies and everything yes
0: yeah amazing what uh some of these old old firemen knew even though maybe they didn't have some of the terminology or the the technology uh, they, they still knew it. And right. It was pretty cool. No, you that's know? amazing.
1: All right. Now moving on. I know that, uh, 2020 and the COVID and just, I don't know what, how you put a label on 2020 really, but, uh, it's, uh, played hell with conferences, live gatherings, but I wanted to talk to you about mission first brothers in battle, rogue training, how it came to be your vision for it, et cetera, kind of its mission, its vision, uh, and just talk about it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, uh, Sorry. I'm just writing notes to myself here. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm I'm staring at. I <laughs> just count my toes. Um, I think, uh, the COVID stuff affected, um, uh, myself and the guys I know all the Bros and battle trainings, uh, pretty much affected everybody equally across sure. the board. Um, so I know we Bros and battle had a lot of stuff scheduled this year and, um, It was just like everybody else. One after another, they kept getting canceled. Yeah, Um, which you can appreciate. Uh, You know, we finished out firemanship in Portland, and I don't know if anything else got done somewhere after that, or that was right around the time things started getting canceled. The thing was it, yeah. So um, just kind of buckled down and uh, you know stayed at home, focused more on family stuff and firehouse life here with what we got going on locally. And then actually, uh, just this, <laughs> just this week, uh, we were out, uh, we did two classes. So, uh, we did, uh, uh, a, a brothers in battle, uh, DIY engine class.
1: Nice. Nice.
0: Now. So that's, uh, officially a brothers in battle class now, which is really cool. Um, something we, we had done on our own for a few years. And then, uh, we, um, came back that was in uh, richmond virginia with uh perfecting the craft of course the right. uh, 350 line guys honoring uh the memory of Bl- uh, brad clark and uh losing him um so that was uh really incredible so to come out of the covid break and the very first class you do is that right that i mean you know like pretty awesome um and we we finished that and went straight to a uh, couple. Couple of us went here to Ohio and uh, got asked to um, just kind of hang out as an extra set of hands, really. And that was with uh, the Oath Keepers okay. conference, right up uh, kind of the North Central kind of part of Ohio, I guess, up up near the lake. So, okay. and those guys uh, did a hands-on hands-on training, uh, two days, I guess two and a half days. Uh, Cody Trestrail did a lecture the the one evening and then the following two days, Saturday and Sunday was like full on, didn't yeah. miss a beat. Ha- hands-on training engine company track, truck company track. And, um, we got to hop in and, and do a, a skill station for the engine track. So that, that was really cool that they had asked us to join them and, uh, very cool. Awesome. So, awesome. Good, good group, good group of guys. And, um, just, you know, so.
1: Yeah. Ho- have, hopefully
0: that's a, a sign of good things to it's come. good things to
1: come and, and they're coming back. The small conferences coming back, the mid conferences. Yeah. All of them coming back. Uh, yeah, John Spear cool. said, hi, Gary, with an exclamation point. <laughs> John
0: Friggin' Spear. Yeah, man. That dude.
1: You got some dirt? I don't have any dirt. Okay. Man.
0: I, I don't I don't want to say any dirt if even if I did have it. The that's guy's fair. like three and a half feet tall and he is a friggin' workout ninja. He's so full of motivation. Uh I don't know. It, it, he's amazing. He's got a couple extra birthdays that I do. He's a he's a little guy. Just I'm gonna bust his balls just about his height because that's the only thing I could possibly get yeah. on him because his uh I don't I don't know, between him and his personal work. Ethic and uh, some conversations that I've had with him, how he's dealt with things has been uh, a huge inspiration to me. And then he's got a whole group of guys that I don't think you want to talk shit to them because they're just going to whoop you.
1: Yeah, they might snap you in half. And
0: yeah, yeah I, I get that feeling. So, John, what's up, dude? <laughs> Much love, buddy. He just, uh, I mean, I think he's like, John, you're going to have to correct me, but like 50. And he just finished uh, another Fire Academy changing departments.
1: At, That's crazy. At the, I don't assist.
0: And I'm, I'm not talking him up or anything, but uh, I'm pretty sure he kicked some serious butt.
1: I, I stack As, his mindset against anybody. So that, there's yeah. no doubt about
0: it. It's a fucking John Sparrow right here, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jeffrey Bryant Jr. chimed in and said, you're the man, Gary. Looking forward to chilling with you the next with you next year a couple of times so
0: i i look for that that too jeff that'd be great
1: fair enough all right you have been doing this oh sorry go ahead a little fire nuggets love there you go all right you've been doing this a while it's safe to say that you have a little salt a little salty or it's
0: uh, artificial seasoning all right (laughs) artificial seasoning fair enough there's there's so, there's some guys with some salt uh i have artificial seasoning
1: <laughs> okay i'll take i'll take that as a as a yeah. humble answer but what do you yeah. think are some of the biggest lessons that you have learned over your two decades
0: uh man just keep your ego in check um like you think you're dialed in you're not Uh, There's always something to learn. There's always somebody that's going to be faster than you, uh, tougher than you, smarter than you, busier than you, go to more, more fires than you. Um, So there's no reason to get an ego about it. Um, That's probably a huge lesson uh, for me that a lot of people have just been real humble about sharing that. So hopefully uh, I can somehow pass that on as well. But I've, I started as a volunteer and with, uh, between that and and my career job that I've had for a number of years now, pretty wide mix of uh, people. And it's just like, man, the, the ones that are good, they're just good. And it's because they, they keep themselves in check. Uh, they, they, talk to you like a normal person. They're not condescending. They they want to share. They want to help. They want to be better. They want you to be better. And <laughs> I don't know, that's a, you know, that's that's the thing that's probably been the best lesson for me is just having that kind of those those people be role models for me to look up to.
1: That's phenomenal. No, I love it. That humility mixed with that, keep that ego in check, one and the same almost, and just the motivation being making yourself better, making others better. Yeah. That it in a itself. Yeah, sure.
0: yeah, for sure. You should have just answered it.
1: No, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. Cause I, I'm making yeah. my
0: notes. That's why I need uh, this. I need uh, my theme music to walk around behind me and right? just like mute me and par- give me the paraphrase uh, closed caption. Of the version. random stream
1: of consciousness that is Gary's it, brain.
0: Yeah. We could, we could shorten this whole thing to about six minutes.
1: So let me ask you this. What would the theme song be?
0: Uh, what would the theme song be? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's easy. Uh, AC/DC, "Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap."
1: I like it. Dirty deeds, with
0: with without a doubt, man. Yeah.
1: All right, I like it. I don't know if it'd be like a doom doom, like the little bass line just running back there, but I like "Dirt Cheap." Okay. Yeah. It's safe to say that you are a huge fan of the basics, the fundamentals. So, talk to me about your training philosophy. That you know, just just basically your your approach to training.
0: Uh, make a lot of mistakes, (laughs) make, uh, just try anything. I don't care how stupid it is. Make a lot of mistakes, uh, ask for help, ask a lot of questions, uh, and then just keep trying. Um, and then no matter how much I feel like I probably suck at something, uh, you know, you're watching a video and guys make it look so easy and you're like, (laughs) dude, I can't even bend my hip that way. I I don't know how they, you know. Um, And so, uh, you know, for me, it's just kind of like, uh, just, just, (laughs) just keep grinding. Uh, No matter what, you're just going to put in the repetitions. It doesn't matter how ugly it is. Um, You know, eventually you have a light bulb go off and you, you start to figure things out maybe for yourself. And if, if you're smart, I, I, and I, haven't been sometimes, but if you're smart, um, you'll, you'll take classes and reach out to people, uh, sooner rather than later. Um, and, uh, you know, get, you know, one-on-one coaching, um, from, oh my God, there's so many good people. I, I mean, you've had some on your show obviously, but I mean, there's just so many good people out oh, there no, now and great. it's so easy yeah, just literally uh, to shoot a text. Um, I I mean, uh, (laughs) literally about anything and you're going to get almost instant feedback. Right. Um, that's amazing. So for me, it's just basically don't give up. I don't care how frustrating it is. Like, I'm just not going to give up. I'll just, you know, plan a, I'll just beat into the ground. And then when finally, when I realize it's not, (laughs) it's not working, I'll go to plan B. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I just, put in the repetitions no matter how how crummy your situation is just put in the repetitions no matter what so
1: put in the reps yeah make mistakes often put in the reps ask a lot of questions love it put in the reps yeah so that's funny that you say just just shoot out a text and get get a response. I We posted a video one time. Uh, it was just us training with the two and a half. But someone had said, I don't know where we got it. It was an article found on the internet somewhere about putting like a three-foot section, a stinger, on the end of the two and a half right in front of the nozzle. And so we did it. We filmed it. We filmed it in slow motion, I think. It was a pretty cool video of the slow motion. But that was the whole reason we posted it. But it got a ton of traction and took off. Very short little video, but it was talking about reducing the nozzle reaction, which I now know it has nothing to do with reducing nozzle reaction, but it's not the point. At the time, I did not. Yeah. And the funny part was, is one of the replies in the in the Facebook post was some guy came on there and posted like this novel. It wasn't a novel, but it was a couple of paragraphs of why it was. I was like, I was I was like kind of offended. I'm like, who does this guy I think he is? You know what I'm saying? And so I was typing back my reply because in my ignorance, and luckily I didn't hit send because it was Dennis Legear explaining uh, exactly what was going on with the water. But yeah, it was, it was, uh, it, it was, was only like, a couple
0: paragraphs long.
1: Yeah, the guy the guy is a uh, is very <laughs> I don't how to say it very good at explaining in the written word.
0: Oh yeah, you got to make sure your cell phone's plugged in and charged up when you talk to him, and that uh, you know you're you're taking notes because he says shit, and you're just like, dude, I have to write that down. Right. Uh, I actually I just copy pasted uh, a comment of his like literally copy pasted it and saved it to my phone so I could read it later because I'm just like, I'm not going to remember this. I have to, I have to write stuff down. You got to take
1: notes and process and come back and revisit and then. then Yeah.
0: Right. Fact check. Yes, absolutely. But that's awesome.
1: Uh, Say, okay. So moving on to realistic training. Uh, we are typically, and this is my own take on things kind of just, just right now, realistic training, tough to do. We are typically asked to train, uh, with low temperature, low pressure class A fires inside of a type one construction type building. That's just kind of our, you know, what we're asked to do. Generally speaking, uh, it's not really real world compared to the high temperature, rapidly expanding, basically class B modern fuels that we deal with. Uh, how do you keep it as realistic as you can? What's the middle ground, the, the sweet spot? between playing pretend and making it realistic.
0: <laughs> well, first off, uh I'm not embarrassed to say that I have to play pretend.
1: Right on. Uh,
0: if if that's all you got, um I'm sorry to say I don't care. Right on. I'm, I'm I may or may not have a pool noodle, like literally a foam floaty pool noodle um that makes a great piece of hose line. If you're trying to figure out, you know, how to drop into a certain position and uh, you can't be in full gear, in smoke, in, you know, cluttered conditions and, and you know, people screaming in the radio, like, you know, there's just places that don't have that as an option. Um, Do I think a pool noodle is a replacement for uh, real fire? Uh, (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> Hell no! Of course not. That's stupid, um, you know. But a pool noodle is a replacement for uh, watching a YouTube video from a recliner, uh, you know, and, or you know, watching a YouTube video and doing nothing but criticizing other people out doing stuff. So, uh, right off the bat, what I'd say, uh, Corley is, is if you have to, if if all you have is the apparatus bay or your make-believe pool noodle or, you know, one other guy who's, who's willing to go out in in the, you know, God forbid you go out in the parking lot and film a video and get crucified on fucking, oh, sorry, on uh, Facebook. This is the internet. Um, You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I, I've been there, man. I, Hey man, guess what? (laughs) If, if I'm going to think that, um, you know, the end all be all of, Fire training would be the acquired structure, with with everything loaded up, you know, burning, somewhat realistic stuff and in good conditions. That sounds awesome, but that means I may go years, years between doing a live fire training. Getting your reps. Well, what? what yeah. What, what am I supposed to do in between then? You know what I mean? Sure. Like just you know count my fingers and toes and then hope like you know, some dude from big city USA, just dropped some knowledge on me. Like I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Um, you know, back to the, the training thing, I'm just going to reach out and ask questions and then I'm going to figure it out on my own. And if people don't like you training in a parking lot, well, maybe it's because your, your parking lot training is, you know, so minimal that you're just not creative with it. Um, and that's so, so I guess, I guess, I guess let me give an example. Do we sure. have time? Can I? No,
1: can you, I? Okay. Go, you can go so, down any rabbit hole you so choose.
0: Yeah. Free right. Yeah, bud. Thank you. Thank, I appreciate that. So, so here's what I would say. I, um, g- good, bad, and different. I, f- I will film myself and, um, and I'll post, I'll share, I'll share some of them on the internet. I get a lot of hate mail, which is you know, <laughs> to be expected. And, and I just don't care at this point. It's gotten pretty old and it's just stupid. Um, but I, I do it one either to either send it to myself so I can watch it and try and learn why I'm moving a foot a certain way, or I send it to a friend who I respect and say, "Hey man, can you look at this and tell me what I'm doing wrong as I try and you know hit the half lightning on the staircase and turn left? I can't figure out how to move my body, and um, and then I and then I get feedback. So if I was out front by myself. Uh, as example, you know, this is the thing everybody makes fun of is the dude training in the parking lot. Uh, yeah. Hey, confession time. I work in a small department. We don't have shit for training facilities. And sometimes in a, I'm in a parking lot by myself. Sorry. Right <laughs> like, on. get over it. Hey, yeah, least, Get over it.
1: At least you're out there.
0: Yeah. So, so here's what I would say. You go into the training with a goal. Um, my training in the in the parking lot isn't to replicate a live fire uh blacked out high heat condition you know all these things my training in the parking lot would be um to practice maybe a couple things so as an example let's say moving a hose line so i would practice being quick to move from one position uh into another and in my mind i'm uh, imagining or visualizing, you know, that makes it sound more professional. <laughs> you don't want to say pretending because now you sound like a, you know, whatever. Let's play so pretend. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm visualizing success. Right. On. Yeah. Listen. Okay. So uh, I, basically in my mind, I'm visualizing, Hey, this is a hallway. There's a room off of it. I have to open the line. I'm, I'm like most of America, probably on the nozzle hit and move. Is my comfort zone, right? And you know, up until a few years ago, is what most people knew. Um, so, how can I transition from hit and move quicker? So I'll focus on full open, whatever pattern, and then when I shut down, it's it's one scoot and reopen. So I'm not good at a single person push uh, while flowing. So I'll practice in the interim until I get good. At the push I'll practice this other thing and then I might add in one turn and in my mind I'm, I'm picturing uh, let's say a left turn into the bedroom, like a bedroom. so off okay. the hall off the hallway I hit and move hit and move hit and move and I'm trying to keep my nozzle basically closed for let's say well uh, let's say less than two seconds okay before it's fully open again right on and so I'll practice that over and over. And then I practice the 90 degree turn and then I do, I I would practice transitioning to a very rough scoot with a focus on going, let's say, out of the hallway, past the door threshold by a foot or two. So you're talking probably a grand total of about four feet. Right on. So all said and done, I've moved 10 feet you know right in a parking lot and if if anybody has an issue with that um i understand i have an issue with it too but my chief isn't going to drop five million dollars on my lap so i can build a connect city and burn our balls off for the next couple of decades right on. like so <laughs> this is what do I do that
1: and, no, and and the fact that yeah. you're doing so the fact that you have if and this goes for everybody. If someone is sending you hate mail or making it, it that it means you're doing something right <clears throat> as a general rule. Yeah. Cause at least you're doing something. Yeah. And, and I, listen, I'm not, I like uh, visualizing. I, haven't better always, too. I did like that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I was out front pretending the other day. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was out front playing fireman the other day, which that's about what it feels like sometimes. Um, I haven't always been good at stuff. Uh, I've, I've definitely lashed back at some people that have tried to mess with me. Um, you know, so I make a lot of mistakes as well. Um, technique wise, I mean, you're trying to figure out stuff on your own and you have, you know, you think you've got something figured out. You don't real you have, you have no idea if you're not on Facebook 23 hours out right. of the day, you have no idea what's going on in other parts of the country. At least, at least I, I didn't at, at certain times. And so there you doing it, you,
1: you get into some embarrassing things
0: and I definitely have, but you live and learn and just move on, you know,
1: right on, keep that ego in check get right back to your lessons learned. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I, w- I would tell you, man, um, you know, for guys that are trying to sign up for classes, um, when you talk about the realistic fire, uh, classes specifically, um, I would give a little shout out. Is that allowed? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. Um, Uh, hear anyone,
1: this is the best part. I have no sponsors. I don't sell anything. So you can say whatever you want.
0: (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, awesome. So, uh, F F D T N, uh, fire department training network in, uh, it's just a little bit outside of Indianapolis. Uh, Jim, Jim, uh, Jim McCormick's place. Um, if you are a guy who has to pay for something yourself, and you want it to be worth your money, and you want it to be live fire, um, I would put that either at the top or near the top of your list. Okay. Um,
1: FDT a Fire Department Training Network.
0: Yes, sir. Um, so FDTN is, you know, it's it's on Connex based buildings, but it's basically like rolling into a small city nice uh it's incredible and and the instructors there are you know come from around the country these are truly salty guys unlike my (laughs) unlike myself artificial Um, seasoning yeah i've got that on yeah i got the artificial sea salt locked down no problem but if you want true true seasoned dudes um that that is a place to find them Um, there's some extremely solid, uh, instructors out there, uh, the classes and stuff. I mean, they set up some of the fires and it gets very uncomfortable. Um, it's what I would say.
1: Right on, right on.
0: Um, and I don't know, I'm sure there's other places, but I've, I've been fortunate to, um, be out there a handful of times and, uh, it, it's pretty incredible. And the, the logistics The logistics that take place to pull off the hot, the number of fires, the hot fires. Um, it's amazing. So I would definitely, I would say put that on your radar.
1: Absolutely. In fact, I'll reach out to Jim McCormick, see if he wants to come on the scrap and just talk about it. So,
0: yeah. uh, And you want to talk, you want to talk to a guy who's got, um, training, a training mindset, training dialed in, um, a guy who's all about the basics Get, get Jim McCormick. Yeah. A hundred percent, dude. Yeah, okay. absolutely.
1: I'll reach he out. It's just,
0: um, and he's, and he's no BS either. Right. <laughs> he's, he's no BS. So yeah, he's, he's going to be a little deal. bit candid. Uh, he's, he's professional. Okay. He's, he's professional, but he is, he's again, he's just one of those guys and you meet him and you're kind of like, hey, man, I thought you'd be taller. And then you're just like, ah, oh, maybe I'll just keep that to myself. Cause I'm pretty sure you're just one more guy that could kick my ass, you know? <laughs> so he's, he's, he, he's, he's solid. Right on. Every, every, his whole, his whole crew. Um, I don't want to kiss the guy's ass too much here. Fair um, enough. He's probably, he's probably got something. I don't know. The, the drinking water, the drinking water isn't cold enough. There you go. There you
1: That's go. it. That, okay. There's yeah. Your slam. He, that, yeah. There's a slam. We yeah. got John Spear. Now we got Jim McCormick. We'll, we'll, we'll hit everybody soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the training officer chimed in and said, solid, humble dude. I'm assuming he's talking about you. Uh, Jim McCormick and Hannah Elliott said, I'm late to the party on duty in parentheses. But what I've heard is absolutely awesome. So there you go. Got you caught up on some comments. Uh, Thank you. We already covered playing pretend. And so visualizing in training, I'm going to try and use that more often than saying playing pretend. Uh, the pendulum is always swinging in the fire service. There's no doubt about that. It goes from one side to the other and back again. And and no telling, depending on what we're talking about. Uh, I think Andy, you know, like you said, in 95, he was writing those articles. His, his, uh, Hey kid, you don't need that nozzle speech from FDIC is just amazing. Uh, Oh yeah. So far ahead of its time. And he, he, his effects are still being felt. Like I said, people still reading the book of Andy. Uh, and of course you go to Christopher Brandon, the fire service warrior and, the reverberation of people like yourself and brush and the ripples being felt throughout the fire service over the last few years. Um, and like I said, the pendulum's always swinging and, and I don't think the fight is won by any means, but what do you see in being as like the cultural war, of the fire service moving forward? Um, or the next battle or I don't know the right words to use to describe what I'm asking. No, no. But you get my point.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Well, well, Corley, you and I'll get along just fine. Cause I can rarely find the right words. There you go. Um, yeah, that's why I usually just drop F-bombs in between everything to fill oh, in the it. gap. Um, yeah, I would say, honestly, I think the, the biggest fight right now is, well, you know, I, I'm sure it's all regional or local depending who who's where, but um, honestly, it, it seems like there's such a push for technology to either make us safer or make our job easier or whatever it is. And I think it's become a crutch. Um, um, Dare I say excuse? I don't know.
1: Oh, that's a good, that's a very good word.
0: Yeah. um, I think it's easy for people to say, well, we got to get the, uh, you know, the, uh, what's, what's the target solutions? Is that the the one people are always making fun of? Whatever it is, you know, you got, a couple firehouses, and you want to get your uh your daily training in you're gonna hop on the the joint computer system and everyone's gonna log in and do their thing probably in their own friggin bunk room. you know they got their own internet connection and it, it, like i mean really right why don't my how how about here, here's a thought and this is a little out there but, uh hold on guys um I don't know maybe make a pot of coffee and sit at the kitchen table. And then just be like, all right, when was the last time we had a uh, mutual aid fire? Let's say I I work in a a small town, so we go to other cities. Um, If you're from such a place, you understand mutual aid. Oh, absolutely. Drop a cup of coffee, sit at the table and you say, when was the last time one of us went to a mutual aid fire? What was the first thing you did when you got on scene? explain why. And, and, and and then just let the conversation happen. So that's just, I mean, that's a random idea, but over a cup of coffee, you have a, a, realistic situation that people are then going to now start remembering and recalling and saying, yeah, we had that problem switching to their radio channel. Well, I didn't even know what channel. Um, and then that, well, where do you carry your radio? Well, I carry it here. Well, why? why do you carry it like that? Well, why wouldn't I? You're like, Oh, here's the problem. We spent too much time doing our friggin' PowerPoint lecture. No one ever showed this kid how to carry his damn radio the right way and explained why based on uh, experience, I guess. I don't, um, I don't, I don't mean to say that uh, in an arrogant way, please. No, I, absolutely.
1: No, I don't, I don't think it's, um, I don't think you have okay. an arrogant bone in your body, Gary. Uh,
0: I, I, I'm sure I do. I, I could probably find Fair it. Enough. I'm sure I do. Um, so I would say, you know, like with that, And you're like, oh, well, this is easy. Everybody grab your cup of coffee. Let's meet out behind the ladder truck. Everybody grab your radio and uh, come out. Let's let's just go over it. Take uh, 15, 20 minutes. And one by one with your crew, you could explain, hey, how do you carry your radio? Well, I carry mine like this. Well, what happens if you're in a fire? Well, what happens if you're um, in this position? That You know, whatever it might be. But instead of that, we want to hide and um, you know, do things on the computer, or, uh, you know, go online to this friggin' um, uh, what's the uh, you know, you can go get all your EMSC online by watching eight thousand, you know, forty-five second videos, right? And answering the quiz. Well, let me tell you, man, I've been a, a medic uh, since two uh, thousand. 2000- one or two, 2002, I think. I, I mean, I failed the test four times. So, you know, <laughs> passed it on number five. Right on. Expect. Yeah. Um, so I've been a medic since, since then. Uh, and and uh, it's like, you know, the trainings I remember the most, it's, it's the hands-on training with the knowledgeable instructor who was passionate and then took the time to give you the down and dirty, hey, this is how it actually happened on the street. We're not going to innovate like that because that's dumb. It's not going to work. What you're actually going to do, and, and we just learned this the other day, we're cracking up about it. Like, oh, you're just going to kick, kick the laryngoscope 45 degrees, and, and 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 you're just like, really, dude? Like, I, I could have used this knowledge 10 years ago, right? Um, so we we need to be very careful in the fire service, my opinion, on how much we're going on these. The technology stuff to fill in the gaps and i think covid man played right into this for the oh, people yeah. that want it the people because there's people there are people that want to do that they don't want to do hands-on training because it shines a very bright light on your weakness um,
1: on incompetence on lack of confidence on yeah i mean it's the whole reason to have it isn't it to find those points not not in an embarrassing way either just to, to identify and, and correct yeah
0: well i think um you know, depending on your firehouse, you you know you might work with some real uh, unpleasant people. There you go. And you may not want to just be kicked uh, by them repeatedly over the course of your entire career because it, it just sucks. So, for those that work in a good firehouse or a good department, it's very easy to be open with your mistakes and get those repetitions in and and ask for help. But if you're in a, a very toxic environment and all you're doing is getting beat down constantly, you know, I don't blame people. They just want to go and hide. Sure. Um, but then again, I, I, uh, I, I grew up skateboarding and, uh, you know, the only time we ran to hide was when the cops rolled in, dude, other than that, you know, we don't give a fuck. Like, Hey, I'm going to try this trick in front of my buddies a hundred times I'm going to fail at it 99 times, right? All, all the while they're just making fun of me. And then of course they're also trying it and they're also failing along with me. Oddly enough, uh, John Sparrow is on there. I hope maybe he's still on there, but um, you know, when you suffer together as a group and just embrace it um, you know, that creates a lot of trust that, that creates a team.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Um, And if we're actively avoiding that, Um, you know, in skateboarding, there's no way to avoid it. You can't take an online skateboard test. You go out and you wreck yourself and everybody sees it. It's embarrassing. And you get up and you get another rep and eventually you land it and it's rough. You land it again and you do it a thousand times. And eventually maybe you get okay at it. I was okay at it. I wasn't good, but I think that ingrained in me some of that work ethic. And I think, um, god help you for the people that are in that toxic environment just just keep grinding i don't know what to tell you man keep keep grinding and look look elsewhere for uh like-minded people and motivation because it's a pretty awful place
1: all right that's awesome man what the hell yeah what was the question i don't even remember (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't matter it was a rabbit hole this is what the scrap is that's why it's called the scrap
0: People yeah, say, Why is it right. called the
1: scrap? I'm like, cause kind of like a, it's like the leftovers, like scraps, but it's also like a scrap, like a, a melee. But uh, yeah, you know. Anyway, that's the whole reason for the scrap. Uh, but no, Dustin Simmons says I got to train with Gary this past weekend. Dude is full of knowledge, so humble and so funny, and he threw one of these. So there you go. Yeah. Huh? Awesome. <laughs> uh, the trading officer came awesome. back to clarify his comment was for you, and but Jim as well. Uh, he, right. did, he did qualify. Uh, William okay. simply asked. What advice do you have when the officer is afraid to make mistakes during training? Therefore he or she and their crews never train.
0: Uh, man. Uh, I mean, when does this show time out? Cause this is like two hour conversation. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, one just understand it's going to happen a period. It, it's going to happen. Um, and, uh, you may not have control over it if you're not the officer or you know, whatever it is. Um, it's outside of your control. So right off the bat, you have to understand that. So what, what can you control? So you go to them, you know, Hey cap, Lieutenant, a Sergeant, I don't know, whatever your guy's name is. Hey dude, um, are you going to do anything today? And they're like, no, not really. You were, uh, you know, we're on COVID lockdown. We're not supposed to do anything. You know, whatever the excuse, whatever the flavor the excuse of the month is, is. right. Yeah, there's always one. And you're just like, oh, okay, well, do you have anything planned for us? Nope. You got, it's uh, self-study. Is that what we're supposed to say? Right. Self-study. Yeah, we're doing self-study today. Right. Um, well, I'm going to self-study for a little bit, if you don't mind, out in the uh, truck room. And again, this is because I've, I've dealt with some issues during my time. Um, and, uh, from several different sources, it is what it is. Um, so you have to learn to circumvent in, uh, you know, without, you know, breaking too many rules or destroying stuff, but, um, you ha- you're going to have to learn how to circumvent that. Now, what I would say is if you can at least go to him ahead of time, be like, Hey, I would really like to do this. Is that going to bother you if I go out and hook the hydrant and, uh, move the hose around a little bit for a while? And then, of course, mo- most people would be like, well, how long are you going to be out there? I don't know. How about an hour? Is that okay? And then, you know, they'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Because, of course, <laughs> they just want you, you know, get out right. of here. You know, you're fine. Quit shining um, the light over here. Yeah, exactly. Right. And Or you say, hey, uh, anything on the on the plate today, boss? And they're like, no, not today. We're whatever. Okay. Hey, if you don't mind, I'm going to be out in the bay after we get done with house chores and the rig checks and, and uh, whatever. Um, I'm going to work on a few things if that's okay with you. Yeah. What are you working on? It probably won't even ask. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, and then, and then you go out and, and so again, back to the, you don't have the live fire thing. You don't have a whole bunch of vacants that you can just go do whatever. So you are stuck in the bay. You're stuck in the parking lot. You're just, you're stuck. Let's just call it, you're stuck. Um, well, what can you do? Um, one, you can practice masking up because masking up is probably one of the things that buys back the most time. Um, you know, easily you can buy back 30 seconds. Um, most people that practice can easily buy back a 30 second chunk of time. Um, some guys even more, um, that's, that's, that's a a, a huge thing. Um, you can practice, I, I mean, this is, this is how ridiculous I get. I've practiced undoing my seatbelt and how I get out of the rig because it, a, a certain rig has a certain seat. You get hung up if you to do it a certain way. I don't want to get hung up and look stupid. I don't want to get hung up and slowed down. I literally break things down to that level. And, it, and it's ridiculous. It's so embarrassing, dude. I mean, people walk out and at my firehouse and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, just, you know, kind of messing around here, getting out of the seat and they're just like you're an idiot you know i mean i'm sure that's what they're saying <laughs> i don't you know um so what i would say to anybody if, if you're struggling with that officer is do whatever you can keep grinding away and chipping away and just be like constantly be like hey i'd like to try this out is there any way you could come out and help me for a minute hey boss i know you're busy i was out here doing a drill real quick i wondered if you could come out and if you would mind um Videoing me, and and they're like, uh, really? Like it'll only take a minute. Well, secretly, it's probably going to take ten minutes. That's the goal, right? Is right. is is? is and, and maybe it's not the officer, but it's somebody else. I've done this so many times; the guys are onto my tricks now. Um, <laughs> be, because because eventually, what the goal is is to get everyone else to spend just a little bit of time out there. And I would take anything, um, even if they don't participate in the drill. I mean, at some point, you get pretty desperate. Um, I would take anything just their presence in the room and like, so let's say my officer and he doesn't want to train. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go out and practice masking up. And then I come back and I say, Hey cap, um, I've been practice masking up. Would you mind coming out for a few minutes and watching me? And if you don't mind, could you video me? And then I'd like to hear if you have any tips, what
1: you think would do better. Yeah. Y-
0: y- yes. Now if you, if you're in a real toxic place, of course, the guy doesn't give a shit, and yeah, just let, let me get this over. Yeah, I don't really. It looks pretty good to me, kid. All right, I'm going to go back in and work on my TPS reports. I don't know what they do. The did. price is right. Okay. on. yeah. Okay, but here's the thing. Now here's the thing, and this is you know I go I get a little uh, a little bit wacky there, Corley, So wh- follow me on this, okay? Okay. So you get this. They come out. You mask up. You're like, all right, boom, 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 and you mask up. And let's say you're like hitting solid 15 second mask up times, which I think is respectable. I think that is probably realistic for most uh, people you should be able to expect to hit around 15 seconds in, in any number of different ways. Sure. Uh, and I don't care how people mask up. Um, so your officer sees that he doesn't participate. He doesn't have any input, but he sees it and he times it and he tells you, Hey man, that one was 15 seconds. That one was 17. That one was 14. That one, Hey, hey, great. Keep up the good work, man. And he goes back in his office. Okay. Now, here's here where, here's where it comes back, is now, the next time we have a fire, he may actually be like, oh, this is my training guy. I trust him to know how to mask up, so now I trust him to be given this other task. And it makes zero sense sometimes. Right. But if they start seeing you, they will start, almost in an unconscious way, being like, oh, that's my guy. And then... That might buy you – it might um, get your foot in the door to accomplishing another little training. And, dude, this is like – I mean, this is like some shady shit you're trying to do for the right reason. Sure. But but you have to – and then you have to have like the the long uh, game in mind. So to the person with the training, like, dude, you just got to understand like this may not change in the next six months. This might take six years. For this to unfold. So you just keep um I wish I knew who to give credit to, but basically it was like a a, a very slow pressure one hundred percent of the time. Like the the lightest bit of pressure, always on the gas, one hundred percent of the time. And it's so subtle that eventually you get to the, the, the um destination. So dude, I mean we're all <laughs> Most, most people have struggled with the exact thing. So
1: I love it. I love it. I love the, uh, the, what is it, the art of war almost, the, the long game, everything about it, just the yeah. tactics. Uh, I was yeah. going to say, that, oh, yeah, Jordan Hempker, came in and said small wins. Small wins, very big. Eric Thiel, gave yeah. a thumbs up. Uh, the training officer said, excellent question. Marco Isome, Isome? Oh, replying to William. Yeah, he said, I have more respect for an officer that can make a mistake in front of their crew and then say, let's learn how to fix the problem together. Absolutely. Uh, yeah i agree uh, we need more officers that were willing to do that there's no doubt about it Uh, one thing i will add if you are stuck in that toxic environment and gary touched on it immensely which is keep grinding uh it is hard to keep your fire going when you're in a suffocating environment when there is no oxygen so go out and find some oxygen find the local branch of the fools and get with those guys and let them recharge your batteries uh plug into podcasts like the scrap fit to fight fire um uh, there's so many, I, I don't want to even start listing uh, things because I'll forget stuff, uh, but get like-minded people in your life so that you can stay fired up because it is hard to stay fired up when you are being smothered in a toxic environment. So anyway, one to add. Yeah. On. <clears throat> um, moving on. I always like to ask, and thank you for the questions. Everybody watching right now in the comments makes the scrap. I love it. Uh, but I want to move back to Gary and say I always like to ask the guest if they have a book or books that they think firefighters should read. I'm a huge reader, so I, this is where I build my reading list from.
0: Well, so I uh, I got this. Actually, I got this out just in case this came up. So I pulled these out of my backpack. Uh, so just real quick. Uh, so I'll, t- I'll tell you real quick. Go ahead. Uh, one, I got, I got my own thing that I write my notes to myself in. So – I carry that that around an actual journal. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I, you get, you might be to the first
1: guest who has shown a journal on here. That's, a, that's awesome, man. Hey,
0: yeah. You, well, you want to see uh, pull out a plot of drawing. I, I don't know uh, what, what's in there. Nobody wants to see it. Trust me. Okay. We'll get the book of uh, Gary
1: going. Okay. Yeah.
0: Right. It'd just be a bunch of swear words. And, I don't know, dude, not worth it. Okay. Uh, so I, I got this one. So real quick, back to the books. Um, Small Unit Leadership. I haven't read it yet. I haven't read it yet. I just got it. Uh, Colonel Malone. Dandridge Malone. Um, Small Unit Leadership. Haven't read it yet, but that's in my bag right now. Um, I have carried this for quite a while. Uh, Musashi's Book of Five Rings. uh, Fantastic book. Nothing to do with the fire service uh, specifically, but there's a lot of... uh, things you could definitely relate to. Uh, really, really a cool book. Awesome. Um, you mentioned Chris Brennan and the fire service warrior stuff. Here's uh meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Um, you know, maybe a little philosophy in your life uh, could benefit. I know it could me. And then if you need a good bookmark well, you just get your, you know, father's day card from your kids and perfect their little picture there. So yeah, man, that keeps you uh keeps you balanced if you gra- grab something like that. And then uh just yesterday I got this brand new book, Firehouse Pranks and Antics. <laughs> and uh it just it's just coming out. Uh it's by a couple guys out west. Okay. Uh John, John Metz and Jeremy Olson. Um, and they interviewed a bunch of firemen from around the country uh talking to them about uh, you know, funny things that have gone on at the absolutely, firehouse. Absolutely, And I, I'm only a little ways into it. And I had a couple of, I was just <laughs> laughing at you like, oh my God. Um, so that, that I just literally got that one yesterday. That is awesome. uh,
1: So
0: that's, that's, uh, you know, some light, lighthearted stuff there. So,
1: one of the uh, number one books that has been suggested on here, I think probably the most is that small unit leadership. So I finally got a as, copy of the, it. And I am currently okay. halfway through it. I mean literally that's the okay. book I was reading this morning. And I'm how telling you right it? now, dude, I've I don't think I've ever like it's not a very big book, you know what I'm saying? As yeah. far as it's not super dense. But yeah. word for highlight, I think it's the most highlighted book I have ever touched in my library, okay. as far as just the okay. amount of words versus how much of those words I'm highlighting. The ratio of highlights to words is what I'm trying to say. Is immense. Yeah. So it's 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 oh, solid.
0: Awesome. Well I'll look forward to uh uh, I'll probably be getting into that pretty pretty soon here. So I wish that's cool I, to hear.
1: I wish I had it in here because I could show you. I put a little uh, little tabs in when I want to make a little small note to myself because that way I kind of remember a little better because I forget so much when I read. And it, yeah. that thing looks like a festival. It's festooned with these neon tabs. So it's a yeah. great one. It's a great one. And then I, I do I do
0: the same thing, Cora. <laughs> I do the same thing. I
1: just try to make it stick in his brain that leaks so quickly. Uh, The training officer chimed in again, and I'm assuming he's talking about your journal, but he asked, is that available for copies? So (laughs) we want the swear words.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's – I don't know, man. It's – I I would just say start your own.
1: Okay. Fair enough. You know,
0: get get your little book to carry around. Uh, You talk to somebody – uh you talk to Dennis Lager and you got to write you got to write something down uh maybe you find yourself reading uh you know i just i just opened up here real quick and uh here's uh, a Ralph Waldo Emerson the artist always has the masters in his eyes uh i'm going to write that in there you know uh, do i read a lot of poetry oh, i don't know not as far as you know right but <laughs> uh you know my, uh, one son's middle name may be Emerson. It may not, you know, whatever. And uh, maybe you want, maybe you want to just draw a picture of hose, uh, and write notes to yourself. I don't know. Um, what I would say is, uh, everybody should probably start something like that because if it's to write things, you learn down from a call or a training, um, or some, some guy on a, on a podcast or, or an article, um, you got to write it down. because <laughs> There's just so much information constantly coming at us. I, I I can't keep any of it straight.
1: You're not alone. You are not alone. My yeah. problem is, I buy the fanciest looking leather journals that I think are just amazing, and then nothing. I feel like nothing is worthy of going in this fancy book. So I have some blank journals laying around. <laughs> then I fi- I buy little cheap onion skin ones in the or moleskin, I guess, and, and then I'll fill those up. So those are okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. You got you got to just. I just write whatever. I don't try and make it too fancy at this point.
1: I like the I like the illustration. The yeah, way. I don't know. All right, yeah, we'll get a, well, I'll get will get my hands on it someday when I meet you. Uh, yeah. Well,
0: I, I usually carry it around with me, so if we ever catch up, just say something. Yeah, there's a a sweet uh, smooth, smooth board drawing. Because you know why don't you need to draw that? Um, I don't know, dude. There's <laughs> a, a forceful little... entry forceful entry prop we were working on at one point. Yeah. Just a little yeah, peek inside you
1: know. Gary Lane's brain.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's whack. <laughs> yeah, All right, it's whack.
1: On the scrap, we do a thing called Five Questions for Firefighters. And it's, it's a, uh, so basically, Gary Lane, are you ready for the five questions for firefighters? Sure. All right. Some of this we've already touched on. Question number one, let me get my notes up here so I don't mispronounce. And we've already kind of touched on this, but I'll let you go anywhere you want. Is number one, what is the number one issue facing the modern fire service?
0: Uh, complacency. That's easy. Easy one word answer? Keep complacency and you could take that any way you want.
1: I like it. I mean, that, uh, I don't firehouse vigilance is the never ending fight against complacency. So I love your answer. That might be you the know. best answer ever to that according to firehouse vigilance. So that's awesome. Yeah. You're, I'm one for one then. What is number two is what is the thing you are most excited about for the future of firefighting?
0: Uh, I would say the, these small conferences that are popping up the, and, and I, I just saw it. Um, I just saw it at perfecting the craft in Richmond, Virginia. Um, I just saw it for two straight days here in Ohio at the Oath Keepers conference. Um, the basic skill level of some of these firemen, uh, firefighters, uh, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> um, the thing I'm I'm most excited about is the fact that these some of these guys and girls. Um, I, I I think the one I think I think she said she had six months. Um, she was she, her her nozzle technique was better than mine with six months on the job. Her nozzle technique was better than mine when I had ten years in. Wow. Um. And there was uh, more examples of that than I could count. So the, the basic skill level that I'm seeing when I've been fortunate to, to be out at, at some of these trainings from young and old, but, but it really when you see some of the young people, you're just like blown away that their, their baseline is light years ahead of where I was at when I had a decade in,
1: you know? Oh, absolutely. Believe me, I do know. Yeah. No. And it, if I
0: was honest with, with, uh, with two decades in right. there, some of them, I, I shouldn't even be teaching the class when, when some of these people sober up, they'll realize they shouldn't invite me. And, um, they should have this two year guy be demonstrating the technique because they're, they're dialed. It's, it's amazing. So to me, honestly, if I, I see that I see the future of the fire department. Here's people that at a young age, um, brand new they're embracing quality hands-on training if they can hold on to just a fraction of that throughout their career we're going to be okay
1: <laughs> no doubt about it i hope
0: no yes. hey and
1: and 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 there's there's a something to be said for leaving it better than you found it so there's it i know you're humble and there's a whole lot of you that have have been involved in bringing that that floor of that skill level up but there's a lot of cadres of a lot of good instructors who have made that happen so uh leaving it better than you found it is there's a big yes. debt of gratitude owed to a lot of, I've tried to think of the right word training cadres that have invested a lot of man hours in making that happen.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I would just tell you real, real quick on that. Um, the number of students that are coming to these trainings surpasses the amount of instructors that are there putting them on. And those students are then going back to their own part of the country and, and fighting the good fight. So Absolutely. kudos to the students to, in you know, to my
1: opinion. Absolutely. So question three, best yes, rank, sir. best rank or position to have in the fire service.
0: <coughs> oh, fireman. Yeah. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I would say, uh, I mean, that's what I am. So I guess I don't know anything else. Um, to You know, to be that, that back step, if that's what you call it, the backstep fireman, uh, riding in the jump seat. I, I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, I don't know. As long as I'm physically able, that's 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 where I want to be.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Forcing doors and spraying water?
0: Yeah. Uh, I, what I like to say is breaking shit and saving babies, but you say what you want. There you
1: want, go. Man. There you go. All right. Like I said, why not? Yeah. Uh, question four. The best advice you have ever received? Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. So, I thought you were going to ask this. So, got, I'm going to throw two at you.
1: Okay. I'm writing down breaking uh, shit and saving babies right now.
0: You, you can you, you can quote me on that. I, I've, gonna, I've been known. To,
1: yeah. That's going to be on one of the next firehouse vigilance memes.
0: Yeah. Boom. There it is. What do you plan on doing today? <laughs> I was going to break shit and save babies. What's the problem? Uh, yeah. So here you go. I'm going to actually just read you a quick quote. And is it a bit of advice? Not necessarily, but I'm taking it as, as advice. And it wasn't said to me, uh, it was, uh, wasn't even by someone at my department. It's actually, he's actually a captain down in North Carolina. I don't want him to get a big ego, so I'm not going to say his name, but, uh, he, uh, he, he, he relayed a message that he had, had some issues. And, uh, he, he said, basically he turned around to the guys on his crew afterwards and he said i uh, i'm going to say this once and only once whether we go 2 blocks or 2 cities over when that parking brake hits you had damn well uh you had damn well better be ready for war uh and that right there i was like yeah i'll just go go right ahead and write that down <laughs> um i like it so when you t- you talk about getting some advice Uh, you know, this isn't like philosophical wisdom uh, but that little statement really sets the tone for mindset. And uh, sometimes I think that's what we need. Um, And I'm going to, I'm going to follow that up with one that people probably are familiar with and that's uh, expect fire and expect victims. And if you can pass that along uh to your people, uh to to a probie, to to try and keep that mindset alive, Damn I think man. that's the best advice you can give uh the firemen. So Well,
1: wow, especially the mindset of that too, man. Just expect fire, expect victims. Yes, sir. Nice. Um man, again, you do you're blowing these out of the water.
0: I uh, don't I don't know about that.
1: Number five. Here <laughs> yes, we sir. go. Backstep firefighter, Gary Lane, heavy fire and and tenable space. Would you rather be assigned to the nozzle or first in on VES?
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Here, I got you. Here, watch this. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to – I see your fire.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) I see your fire, and I raise you one short-staff dungeon company that just came from a dumpster fire. And they didn't top their tank off oh, on the hydrant. Oh, tank water too. Okay. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Boom. And here's what's going to happen. Uh, I want to be first due and I want to have the nozzle and I want to make the, I want to make the door, I want to make the, the stairs in the hallway, whatever it is and get that initial knock. And then I want the nozzle to go limp in my hand and I want to start heating back up and I want to have, come rolling back out the stairs only to have the officer grab me and say, hey, they just said there was a kid in that window and a fucking boom straight for the VES. Now, let me just say that's pure, pure 100% pure selfishness. When no, I, say no, that. That,
1: I, the, I have always but said yeah. you're not allowed to pick both, but that was done so well. I mean, yeah. you set up the entire scenario. So absolutely, yeah. uh, that might be yeah. the best. There have been some good answers to that question. That might be the best answer I've ever had to. Which would you Would yeah. you rather?
0: Yeah, well, let me just tell you. <laughs> I want it all. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry.
1: Hey, if there's something that's, I mean, expect fire, expect victims. And uh, if there's something you want it all in, uh, that's the guy I want riding back step. And so the guy who wants it all. Uh, yeah. I'll touch on a few more. Yeah, just, Thank- oh, sorry. Just
0: like, yeah, uh, just like me. Only with more experience and more muscle. There you go. Again, <laughs> you'll be all set. He's
1: downplaying himself. The uh, yeah. uh, Hannah Elliott asked. Oh, sorry, that was the five questions with firefighters for Gary Lane. I have never had that original an answer on "Would you rather be assigned?" and uh, that was pretty good. So, I'm wondering how far you just raised the bar for the future of that question. So, we'll, we only time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll see. Hannah Elliott said, Gary. Are you able to keep your notes organized asking for a friend? So.
0: <laughs> no, not at all.
1: Absolutely not. No, uh, no. Timothy Bullard chimes in and said, you cannot learn enough from this guy. I copy and paste his stuff because why wouldn't you? Then yeah, finally. Okay. Hey, well, we got a little more, a little more ego. What's to up, point. Tim? And then Mike Bernard said, Gary is absolutely the best. What a pleasure to talk to him this weekend in person finally and see him interact with people and genuinely care about the students and the job. Amazing. Can't wait to work with him again. So there's a lot of, uh, kudos. Awesome. Uh, from and it, and it
0: was great. Uh, great meeting Mike. Uh, I mean, and so many people I, and <laughs> it's awesome. And I, it, it gets, uh, so, so much motivation meeting all these people. It, it's so awesome.
1: That is awesome. Man. Um, Best place to contact you. Book a class. Order a book. Uh, anything you want to plug, type thing. Uh, order a copy of your journal. Yes.
0: <laughs> I, you know, once when I do, uh, I'll take like a picture of it and just put it up on Instagram. So maybe you just, I like it. you know, stalk, stalk me on Instagram for the next seventy-five years, and you'll have your own copy for free.
1: Just do one picture a week or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Instead, I'll probably. Post a picture of me doing some stupid exercise in my driveway. So I like it. Um, yeah, man. I think for uh, a cl- <laughs> for class, um, I just contact uh, Brothers in Battle. Um, you can reach out to Cody Trust Trail at uh, Brothers in Battle, right on the on the website. Hit his email. Um, I go through him when we, okay. we got together with Brothers in Battle and um, the Di. DIY engine was kind of our little thing we were doing, and, and he kept it rolling, which was really nice. Um, but uh, they offer a lot of lot of other classes that are are good, some really solid people. Awesome. Um, and so I would just reach out through there. Um, I'm not very good on uh, Facebook stuff. I actually, uh, about two months ago, just started uh, only getting on on Fridays, <laughs> Facebook
1: Friday. That actually sounds healthy. Um,
0: yeah well I'll tell you what it freed up some time, and I haven't felt the level the level of uh anger as much reading people's hate mail but uh yeah I get on facebook on Friday for a little bit um my uh instagram uh stuff I get on just about every day and if I post something on instagram it'll uh it'll go over to facebook but if you comment or something i, I usually won't okay. see it
1: okay.
0: until later so what i maybe um I guess you, you just send me a direct message. I probably a private message. I probably get that.
1: Okay.
0: Um, if I, somebody wants my cell phone number, I don't, do I give that out over this type of thing or I don't, that's completely
1: I don't know. up to you. You may get inundated with uh, the dirty pictures or pool I don't noodles. Need or...
0: Yeah. Well, pool noodles is fine. I'll take that. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what, just have, uh, either on Instagram or, uh, Facebook, you can send me a message, uh, Email. Uh, I guess yeah. I can do email, right? Sure. Why not? Sure. Um, if you want to send me an email, you can do um, Ohio Fire uh, and then the number one. So Ohio Fire One at Gmail.
1: Ohio Fire One at Gmail.
0: Yeah, and then if if you assuming you're not um, you know a, a person from you know Southeast Asia looking to uh, let me know that there's an inheritance that that you just came across. Yeah. And he wants to, uh, give it to a charity and he needs my help acquiring the name of that. Anyway,
1: I've Um, given him my account many times. I still haven't got the inheritance.
0: Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Uh, so no, I would say email me or, or send me a message and then I'll just give you my phone over that and we can talk if somebody wants to do that or
1: perfect or
0: whatever. So, uh,
1: Gary, this has been awesome, man. I, I don't. Th- I, I, I'm just smiling and laughing. I had Jason Patton on, you know, the guy, the uh, Fire Department I, Chronicles guy, and I laughed so much for that. And then I had you on, and now I can't stop smiling. And so, yeah,
0: he he's a character. I watched a little bit of uh, of his of your thing that you do with him, and I've seen it. It's,
1: I, the, these have been so entertaining. I mean, seriously, you you you're, you're, you're enjoyable, is what I should say. Uh, coming up yeah. on the eighth, Lars Axelson is he's the first international and i say that i had james johnson on he's canadian i don't think that counts really so the first international across the ocean uh guest for the scrap so Lars will be on uh dave leblanc coming after that chief mike walker aaron quinn ben schultz these are all coming up uh tonight's guest on number 51 is of course the incomparable gary lane uh thank you sir for being an awesome guest
0: oh man thank you uh i I mean yeah <laughs> everybody listening i just appreciate it appreciate Absolutely. the time. thank you so much
1: uh for everybody thank you for all the questions and comments you guys truly make this fun and uh for everybody watching i hope the tone stays silent unless it is burning stay safe out there thanks for listening to the weekly scrap please subscribe and please share we'll see you at the next episode